So, welcome to the sketchiest podcast we've ever done. No kidding. In a Nashville, Tennessee hotel room that was the cheapest one we could find. Funny thing always does happen on the way to the podcast. This is, I am in a washroom. Yeah, it's really weird staring right at your face like we don't normally do it like this. No, not no. like this. This is intimate. Should be a candle. Should be some wine. It'd be, it'd be better lighting than mix-matched fluorescent tubes, one of which is, is a very blue color, probably about 9,000 Kelvin. We're going to have more angles to edit from, though. Yeah, and it's and we can look at the things that we're talking about, which is somewhat appropriate. Um, I can hear so much creaking in the table. Yeah. Insane. A little touch. <gasps> so how was the drive? We're in Nashville. This is amazing. 12 hours, no problems, except for Buffalo. God damn it, Buffalo. <laughs> now, I, I feel like that would have been avoided because we didn't, we didn't take interstate highways right away. We were going on the back because there's a lot of toll roads and stuff, so we avoided them. So yeah, we we'd go through a bunch of areas, and specifically one that had construction that really slowed us down. And we did, I did like three loops of driving before, like, oh, there's there's a got to do take a detour. It didn't help. We're at five a.m. We're just getting started. I felt awake. I felt I love waking up at five and start driving at five a.m. And then once we got going, it was there was no real slowdowns, so it was good. I expect it to be a bit more traffic <laughs> for tomorrow because we're headed to Florida tomorrow. And it's a, it's a Monday, so people are actually going to work and shit. We're going to avoid the rush hour traffic because we're leaving 10. after rush hour, yeah. which is good. Yeah. And then hopefully if we play our cards right, we'll avoid any type of work traffic. And then it's only a matter of tourist traffic once we hit a certain point. And tourist traffic, it won't matter what time it is. It'll be no. there. Yeah. So. And it's not, I, don't, I guess it's a pretty busy strip once we get down to Panama Beach. So that'll be a little bit of traffic here and there. But I've talked to them. They know that you're underage, and God forbid you show up. Underage. And they know that we may be later, given the timeline. So if for some reason we do get backed up and, you know, we're not there till 7 o'clock, even though that would be considerably later than mm-hmm. any type of planning, they won't give it up because they know we're coming. And we're coming. We're driving from Canada. Also, sure. you booked and paid for it, didn't you? yeah. But if we don't show up, I guess that that's they should. I mean, we paid. They should leave the room empty. But whatever. That's that's my opinion. Also, if you're if for anybody who's listening out there, if you rent a sketchy hotel room somewhere in the middle of the United States, and you rent it for for four people online or however many people, and when you get there, they ask how many people you have and want to charge you for each individual individual person. Skip that. Just go by yourself. Say you're the only person. You're renting a, a two-bedroom place yourself. Yeah. Because they charge us extra, even though they already charged you for four people. I mean, I don't see what makes a difference. It says four people. That's the room you're renting, not yeah. how many occupants. Yeah. Is, is, do they do that because when people bring whores to the, the hotel rooms, they got to get a, a, a whore fee in? In a place like this? Probably. Probably. You walk in and it smells like sex and Pussy and cigarettes. and cigarettes and just a whole bunch of nastiness um and then there's the questionable content on the walls over there what well, the the no electric guard or what well no electric guard there's markings all over the walls cigarette holes in our bed sheets god knows what's on this table what's been on this table probably a pound like just a pile but, of cocaine yeah a hooker's ass a hooker's ass. Nice. That's that's nice. 
She probably varnished the table with her vagina. I think that's a that's a Louis C.K. bit. I think maybe, but this too is much a, hair to get pretty abrasive. This like is a this is words. a vaginal varnished table. Vaginal varnished. It's yeah. A, you know, it's not a very sturdy table, but it looks no. it looks nice. I'm sitting on the edge of the chair, so that way there's support. Sitting in yeah. the middle of the chair, I'm afraid I'm gonna fall through. Yeah, there's nothing in the support. It's just it's a pillow it's stretched a pillow. over the top of yeah. a wind frame. And the last thing I need is to fall through a chair and hit my head on an AIDS-filled bathtub. Yeah, at least to be on GoPro. That's true. GoPro, we could send it to GoPro, and they'd probably love it. That's welcome. Yeah, that's true. Except the main person. I mean, it would be a good commercial. Why don't you wear active-on cameras? You fall in bathtubs. As per the GoPro. Actually, I like this. It's it's a nice. I don't think we're gonna like the way it looks later. I don't know. We should. If we could do like a three six something that works with VR, and so we could put on a VR headset and switch between our cameras, wouldn't that be cool? Maybe YouTube will have a feature like that in the future where you can switch between camera positions. Because I know they have three sixty video, which is pretty cool. You can interact with that and pan around. Oh, you'd one hundred percent. You'd one hundred percent be. You're, wait, are you saying that the viewer switches? The viewer, because because they have a, a VR headset on, so they can see what we see. But at the same time, there's multiple camera angles. So what if they want to see somebody else's perspective? It'd be, it'd be more, it wouldn't make sense for this. This is retarded. But <laughs> it would make sense for like, just say somebody's in a motorcycle race or something, and then there's a bunch. Of, every person has like a helmet. Then they could they could basically just switch between. They're like, I want to see whoever's perspective. They're in the lead, and you switch to that one. Even from like a, a a corporate or business standpoint, like if, if you own a stadium and you want to have the, you know, the certain racer up on the big screen, you, you have all these shots from outside of his point of view, but what if you had a point of view camera live streaming from from there? I mean, and then you pay, I don't know, you go into the bathroom and instead of when you're in the urinal, instead of looking up at a TV, you just put on a VR helmet. It'd be dirty as hell. It'd be That's the, true. I'm not terrible. putting on that helmet. No, but it's, it's the future. Maybe it's, it's self-cleaning. Who knows? No, it, it is a Bluetooth and automatically Bluetooth enabled personal helmet. You own the helmet. There you walk go. around and that's how so, it is. So you walk out of out of the stadium, <coughs> you keep watching it, and it's like an augmented reality thing so you can see what's going on. Yeah. Probably take a lot longer to take that piss. It would. Yeah. You'd be peeing and be like, ooh. Probably start missing. I know everybody else is just seeing a white ceiling. Take the helmet off, you're just like pissing out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that's an interesting. Uh, I mean, the whole VR thing is an interesting escape. That I mean, even the best virtual reality I've seen, or three hundred and sixty, depending on how you would like classify it. But the the stuff at the tech demo last year with the three hundred and sixty sound and the three hundred and sixty video. The yeah, we did scene. we did see a really good. I, I think that they were trying to point towards the the sound aspect of it because VR. I mean. VR is VR wherever you, you go at that point in time. And I'm sure it's getting better now. I haven't put on an HT Vi- HTC Vibe or anything recently, but, the, but the pro- it was good. The sound was good. The mm-hmm. problem with the video, and I feel like that's a selling point, is when you direct a movie, it's the job of the director to, to sh- choose the camera angles. To tell the story because the, the story. focus is supposed to be on specific elements. It's not... It's not the user that should decide what to focus on. It's the director that says, this is what's important. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it changes filmmaking entirely. And I don't think it's for film necessarily. It would make sense in video games. It makes sense. If you wanted to have like a live action 
video game where you're a digital character that's moving within an environment. I don't I don't know how you would do this, or you could at least make it look real. What's that one? It was shot with GoPros. It's like a action movie. Oh. Um, uh, tons of explosions and and fighting on vehicles and shit. I can't remember. No, but like that. Imagine if you could do that and somehow make it interactive in some way. I don't know because you'd be real. It would look real because it is real life. It's something that's filmed. I'm not sure. Hmm. And that's a tough could, one. You could have crazy accurate sound. You'd be there, even if you don't interact. I guess you're you're still there, and there's. So much shit going on that technically doesn't matter where you're looking at entirely. It's true. Just balls to the wall everywhere yeah. you look. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. There's not gonna be a fight going on, and you're not gonna look in the opposite direction. And there's just like people standing on that side of a house looking at it, and nothing important happening. So it works a little bit better. Well, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Because you you want to be able to focus on what you wanted to focus on. Although video games don't seem to suffer from that so much if for good video games. Like, people don't just walk off and stare at the side of a house. I follow people in Grand Theft Auto sometimes. It's entertaining, absolutely. You walk around, you see what they're doing. It doesn't take away from the experience at all. No. It makes it more interesting. I don't like... I mean, I've never done it in real life, but I don't like how aggressive they get. You follow them for a few blocks, they start to walk a little faster, then you keep following them, and eventually they're calling the cops. Really? Yeah. For stalking, yeah. Interesting. I've never, I've never stalked people in GTA to that point. What if we're to the same place? Like you can't. <laughs> you gotta at least give a few turns before you start pulling out the phone. But maybe that's a man's perspective. It's Grand Theft Auto. It's, it's all fun mm. and games. I'm, I'm thinking. I keep thinking over and over in my head because we we went to the downtown strip of Nashville, Tennessee. I've seen that exact same strip so many times in in the photographs of many photographers that I, I very much respect. And I'm, I'm sure they go into like a, the summertime when it's hot and everybody's, you know, there's a lot going on. It was really busy for like a, a Sunday night in April or whatever. But I don't know. I almost feel like like that that's it. Like we went to a bar. It was pretty good. Yeah. Alan we Jackson's hung out with bar. a... It was fun. We hung out with a, a person singing... Trying to make their their career start up or whatever, and she was cool. I mean, that's but that's we were how the you only do people it. there, right there, minus the fact that there was nobody really watching. Mm-hmm. She has a CD. She's tried. She's been here. Maybe she'll make it. It's like we. It's that like classic. It's story. The place to go. You're playing in the bars. You're trying your best. She has good pipes. She can sing. Oh yeah, absolutely. It yeah. It, it's just very strange. I I feel like I would have. Maybe I didn't go there with a purpose or something. Like, I didn't go there intending well, to do something. Well, you're not a country person. No, I'm not. But at the same time, like, there's the nightlife itself. I've seen amazing pictures of... And there's um, one photographer who was there when there was a bunch of people with brass and, like, they had trumpets and they had a bunch of stuff and they were walking up the street, a bunch of musicians. Don't know why. It, was, it looked like a parade almost in that section of the street. That would be amazing. I would love to go see that. I don't care. Like, country music's kind of... Eh, I, I don't doesn't do much for me. At least, at least the modern stuff, especially a lot of the classic country music, I can get it too. It's it's not too bad, but uh, eh. but just the the feeling of there was cool, even though it wasn't crazy busy. It was a cool vibe to it. Liked it quite a bit. Well, I think, especially on Broadway, they mentioned that it, it's being built up a lot, but 
even though now it's a tourist area and whatnot, you have to mm-hmm. think that at some point years ago, before the souvenir shops, yeah, and all that, those bars probably did house a lot people of that big, were big. Oh, like, absolutely, going to be big country singers. Yeah. Now, I guarantee that it wasn't Alan Jackson's bar back then because because he hadn't made it big or yeah, whatever. He wouldn't have had it made it big yet, but. I mean, what goes around comes around. He now has a bar, and I'm sure, I'm sure there are people who have made it in his bar. So, it's neat. It, it's it's not necessarily authentic country, but you, when you see, like when you when you walk by and you see them playing, say country hits and whatnot, it it, it definitely has a little bit more of an authentic vibe than downtown St. Catharines. It's on the same page as an entirely down, downtown section. It's all doing the same thing. Yeah. You go to St. Catharines and it's a couple bars, an Irish bar, and there's a, a couple ones that are known for their craft beers, and there's a bunch of other ones that are known for you know, just you know dancing scenes or whatever. It's sort of fragmented. It pretty much, and there's places that are boarded up and closed between them. You go downtown where we were, I didn't see anything that was closed up. Everything was jumping pretty much. And there was, you know, even the boot store stayed open pretty late. What, what time was it? Like eight o'clock or something? Yeah, yeah. So you you could go buy cowboy boots and and go go dancing. It was buy one get two pairs free. It's, it's a pretty good deal. It is. I mean, the one pair is still anywhere from two hundred dollars. That's to, expensive. Never mind. I don't know what cowboy boots. I, I mean, I guess real leather cowboy boots. Then you get three pairs. That knocks the price down to, I mean, under a hundred bucks a pair of boots. Yeah. And there are women that pay. I would pay that for a pair of shoes, so it's not I, terrible. I wouldn't ever buy cowboy boots, I don't think. No, not three of them, especially. Not three pairs. <laughs> what, the, what in the hell am I going to do with that? Although you could just go there with your friends and split, yeah. split the cost. If you want to get one pair for yourself. Yeah, girls get bedazzled cowboy boots. I wonder how good cowboy boots are for riding a dirt bike. I feel like I'd still break my shins even if I don't get too dirty. Probably. Yeah. That's the only function I could think of in my life where I'd want leather boots. Protect you from road rash. Yeah. Yeah, but probably still break your leg when you hit it on something. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the reinforced boots that they sell for dirt bikes. Well, outside of actually riding a horse, what do residents of St. Catharines need with cowboy boots except for style? No, well, you walk down town and you you get laid or something. I think that's what you do. And you we wear a skirt that shows most of your ass, and that's about the function of cowboy boots. True. I mean, God bless uh, women who like country stars walking walking down the main drag, and you see women flashing the musicians in the window. That's that's a good gig. Yes, yeah. I think that's a musician's dream. Do you, though? I don't know. I, I think it would get pretty boring pretty well, quick. Well, I, I mean, you're just starting to make it. Maybe you got a few fans that think you're... Seeing titties doesn't pay the bills. No. But if you're already on stage, right? It's a bonus. And then... I guess. Wouldn't it be a distraction at that point? I, don't, I, I mean, the, it was the bass player that was that was enjoying it. No, the then he doesn't... He didn't, you don't need the bass player to be paying attention. That's no. fine. He was just off-looking, so... No, it was good. Um, now that we're here and it's 100% complete, Road Waves is done. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to see when they launch that, too. Yeah. Just the, the response that it may 
get because they have you know publicists and all that stuff. Who knows how big this is going to blow up? I, yeah, I don't know. I think we know that it'll be at least, at least what G's hoping for and what the band's hoping for. But did they, did but that's the minimum. It could go bigger. Numbers? Hmm? Did they ever give any hopeful numbers? I think they talked about their personal reach at some point. I don't remember what number it was, and I'm not going to quote something I don't. I'm not too sure about. But but yeah, I, I think if you have at least in the Niagara region, it's going to have a lot of a lot of people are going to see it. Oh yeah, especially if he's paying for his own ads and stuff too on mm-hmm. top of the publishing stuff. Well, if you think something like Mugs and Meeples, they did five thousand with that uh, commercial. That I mean, that's that's. Not huge, but that's somebody with, I'd say, like half of what Roadwaves has as far as likes. And then however much you pay, you could potentially you know, pay. I guess from fan support, that's that's one way to look at it. I think Roadwaves is a lot bigger. Although, I guess the Mugs and Meeples has the benefit of actually having something to show for a financial statement. I don't think Roadwaves, they haven't sold, you know, crazy amounts to, to justify it. It's not like a... A business necessarily. That's what they're trying to get into. Trying to be a profitable band, I think. But, but yeah, no, they do. They do have a hell of a lot more outreach than a lot of. The, and they're good with social media stuff. They I, are. And I, I get people who post and like the uh, the DH Media page just from them. Like that's that's where it's it's nice getting a little kickback from that. Yeah. And I think that when the music video is released, we're gonna like, get some too. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice that we were able to put our logo yeah. as well. We hadn't really talked about it, but I threw it in, and it's okay. You didn't even have it, and he said that you should put it, right? No, I did at oh, the did? end. Okay. I, at the beginning, it just said Road Waves, but he said put it at the beginning in the like in the, the title card, so I did. And then so the part of the animatics at the end. So it'll look good. It'll be good. Um, and they've been good. G is... He is kind of like the 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 stereotypical up and coming artist. He's ready to go on tour, so we moved out of that house. Yeah, he's moved into I don't a, know. I don't know if he's necessarily stereotypical in that. Like most people I see, don't really have the commitment to do a lot. Where he is, he is like full throttle, doing everything. It looks like he's doing everything that he can to make this work. And, and, and maybe the other guys are too, but it, G's the one who's evidently doing it, I would say. I realize Respect that the trait. Um, we're doing this partially in a bathroom in a closet yeah. in a rundown hotel. Again. But did you watch well, any of the podcasts that they were on earlier in the week? Won't no. name names, but they were on a podcast. Oh, I didn't week. watch it. Yeah. Is it better than our podcast? No. Get more viewers? No. I mean, they have more viewers. The yeah. guy has like 500 followers That's on Facebook. And I was impressed when I when I started when I hadn't watched anything. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I watched, I realized, okay, you it's like you're not even hiding that you're doing it in your basement. When you're, well, we're doing it in a bathroom. Well, yes, I know. I said that. Give, I mean, minus the fact that we're doing that. I'm in a closet. And I'm in a bathroom. Look, there's a toilet right there. there well, yeah. And this really dirty bathtub. Yeah, but. The thing that got me is I went to his archives just to see who he's interviewed. Mm-hmm. And I saw a artist that I know. Jimmy Buffett? No. Uh, <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the artists, um, that, that Christmas singer. 
Okay, yeah. 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 And I thought, okay, I'll listen to her interview because at least I know her. And this was before Road Waves had, had sat down to talk. The interview, well, first, she plays a little bit. So there's, there's uh, blankets behind her, one light, like just a piano light. And she's playing, and it's not like there's audio connected to her keyboard. And it just, it didn't sound right. Like, it's not a good representation of how she's supposed to sound. Then the interview aspect, her microphone must not have been on. Oh, no. And he's three feet away. So it's, Picking so, up his. how did you get into the business? And it's, that's when I thought, okay, you can do a little better. A lot better. Yeah. That, I, hope. I mean, at least turn the second microphone on. Now, that being said, he has had on quite a few um, kind of like Niagara, not necessarily Niagara-based guests, but he's had some politicians. So he's, he's, he's doing what we're doing. He's trying to build kind of like a base, and that's good. But I just, I thought it was weird that do the entire interview. I guess after the interview's done, if you realize, shit, the microphone wasn't on, there's not much you can do. No. I mean, ideally, you'd be able to work with a person to get a reshoot or something just because that's a critical failure that's really going to stop it from being a, a viable But, of course, problem. the other thing is, is it's not like he's recording on Ds. He's recording on... A phone or something? No, like broadcast microphones oh. that are obviously going into a soundboard, so somebody yeah. screwed the pooch uh -oh. somewhere. And since I don't think it's much more than a one-man show, it might have been him. <gasps> Who knows? We we can get much better microphones ourselves, and I really think it'd be, it'd be it's so much better when we do. For one, we could use one recorder, because you could just plug in two mics, but... But two, it, they're directional. If you were going to get proper like studio mics, it'd be great. Podcasting mics are fine, but you can do better. Oh, yeah. I would say. Again, it's all every, I mean, this is experimental, but we, you know, we build up, we change things around a little bit here and there. I think uh, conversation-wise, content-wise, it's got better. The, the conversation's a little bit more fluid. We're talking about it again. I'll stop, but... Um, you buy the microphones, and it's it's a yeah. it's a continuous the improvement. Other other improvements. Ooh, I, I want to. I, I just remind got reminded of a thing. Finally, because I've I've been talking about this for ages, and in fact, it was last in August that I that for, I caught wind of it, and I started talking about it. It's back in the news that both Nikon and Canon may be coming out with a full frame mirrorless camera soon. Finally. I don't know. As soon as, as soon as I, I caught wind of it being a thing that might actually happen, I was, I was interested. Just because for what we do, a hybrid video and photo shooter, because you, you get the benefits of Nikon and Canon glass, because hopefully they're going to both be very compatible with their own systems and continue yeah. that forward. So for stills, and as well as better video capabilities, maybe you get unlimited record time or at least a camera you can put Magic Lantern on, like all Canons or whatever. And then you know the mirrorless capabilities, so you can mount any lens you want or whatever. All these, all these little benefits here and there. Love me an unlimited record time. Yeah, it'd be great. But it might be coming soon, finally. And it's stupid because it seems like both Canon and Nikon are going to do it at like the same time. 
they're both in, coming out in the news. Like I'm just I had like some patent stuff released to what the the mount is going to look like for the lens mount. Are they too late to the game? Do I don't know. I I keep looking at Fuji cameras and stuff, and they, they look like a lot of fun. And then I, I look think of the more professional side, and I keep looking at like camcorders. Where do they even fit? What's the point anymore? I don't know. If they look like classic cameras, I could see there being an appeal. Because people like their old Nikon film cameras, and I'm sure. I don't think Canon would go with that, right? I think they keep the modern look. Yeah, I don't know. I think because um, Canon also, I mean, a little while ago, released and kind of put through their. I think it's like six thousand, but there's there's like a. Uh, like an actual like handheld old school like uh, video camera not old school like it was it's still like a cam like a cam camcorder but with an interchangeable mount yeah oh that's new new ish let me see if i can find it careful with the table again cuz it's creaking a lot <laughs> let me see if i can find it um i I, I don't, well, there's, there's not much of a market, in my opinion, for camcorders. But again, yes, you get unlimited record limit. The screen's built, the built-in screen's going to be a little bit better. It's kind of a better all-in-one solution for video specifically, but if you had needs, like you need to plug a bunch of stuff into it or whatever, and you want to use all the lenses that Canon has for photography stuff too, you might have, still might as well buy a DSLR because it still is a, is a very good way to go for a hybrid system. Could be better. Could take into features like zebra stripes and other focus peaking tools. That is true. That, that a lot of the mirrorless cameras have that none of the DSLRs have. Plus, a, a electronic viewfinder, which you could preview your exposure and all that, looking through the viewfinder instead of the screen in the back. All of it would be a nice set of benefits. It. Uh, uh, this is from <laughs> September 12, 2017. Okay. Well, it's not that old, really. On Tuesday, September 12th, Canon announced three new camcorders. Uh, the GX10, the XF400, and the XF405. All three are built around the same basic tech, including a 1-inch sensor that can shoot 4K video at 60 frames per second. Perfectly reasonable, yeah. Making them powerful tools for new sports and documentary shooters. Yep. And um, you don't have to worry about as much depth of field issues with that, because there's going to be... You're not going to see as much of the... Uh, the GX10 is designed to be the most approachable of the three. All three are clearly aimed at advanced amateur and professional users, price-wise, starting at $24.99 and ending at $34.99. Each camera is paired with a newly developed... Sorry. Uh, it is a built-in lens. Uh, oh. I'm not paying $34.99 for a built-in lens. Well, I mean, TV producers quite often do... I get. Eh. Each camera is built in with a newly developed 15x zoom and lens with a full frame equivalent focal length of 25.5 to 382 millimeters. Yeah. All models feature a 3.5 inch articulating LCD monitor and dual SD card slots. Where they differ is the That's addition. That's a, a pro feature that Sony never gets right. They only ever do single card slots. Dual XLR inputs and a shotgun microphone holder on the two XF models. The handle also includes audio level controls and a standard quarter-inch stereo microphone input for four channels. 
it's it's it's, it's interesting it's that not they decided in my opinion pardon not compelling enough in my opinion uh the article even mentions camcorders have lost ground in recent years as high quality video modes have popped up on dslrs and video cameras canon list cameras can i mean canon built it, it, it i would say that's a super zoom it's in the it has a really wide zoom range in there they actually built a lens i think you can i don't know if it's EF mount or what it is, but they just came up with a fifty to one thousand millimeter lens. That. that was cool to read about, and they came. There's like a teleconverter that comes with it and all the stuff. I don't know anything about how much that would cost or what you can even use it on. If it has to be like a TV camera with like a one inch sensor or what, but but that's kind of neat. The you amount of the M fifty, right? M fifty. Yeah. The mirrorless camera. Yeah. So that's the same sensor size as. Well, yeah, but I guess the flange focal distance is different. It's their newest mirrorless offering. It, yeah, it is. Ships in April. Maybe it shipped. The lens or the camera? The camera. Ooh. This petite Can- shooter. Canon's doing a really good job with their mirrorless cameras so far. Better than Nikon did by a long shot. So but, kind of appling the system where they're just waiting and then trying to do their best as they catch up. But but they're really good. The only problem is they only make APS-C cameras. And the lenses, I mean, there's, I'm sure the lens system's quite limited still at this point because it's still fairly new. If you if you had a full-frame system, you could do a lot more with it, I think. Yeah. But didn't, I guess they would have screwed themselves over because the lens mount is probably sized around an APS-C sensor, so they would need a new mount newer than that one if they're going to go with a mirrorless sensor mirrorless camera system true that's a lot of uh, lens mounts for one manufacturer nikon's got two they've got their dslr f mount stuff and they got the nikon one system which has nobody's paid any attention to for like seven six years some of that it's a really shitty offer yeah they did a couple party tricks with their mirrorless offering like they could do really good slow-mo stuff but but they're not very compelling cameras at all I think, um, I mean, if they do come out with a full-frame mirrorless, I don't think that it's the it's too late, uh, bringing it back to the original question, because I think that there's still devoted Canon and Nikon people. Yeah. And I think there is something Help. to be said about them both kind of silently agreeing, hey, now it's time to do it, and they both release it at relatively the same time. I don't even know if it's necessarily agreeing to do it, it, they're kind of just slow to react to anything in the industry. You you see a lot of users giving feedback about certain things, and Canon and Nikon are the slowest to, to deal with that. Fuji, you put in firmware. You get so much so much mileage out of firmware updates with Fuji. And, eh, and even, you can tell with Canon cameras, if they opened the curtain a little bit, you could do a lot with firmware updates. Black magic. Your black lantern. Magic lantern. Yeah. With all the stuff that you can do with Magic Lantern, right away, basically, a unlimited record yep. length breaks up every now and then. Which the 60D has a smaller gap in between video Ooh. frames, and the 7D has a longer gap. That, that's a file reason. format limitation, which could probably be avoided by having some new type of file format or something. So, But... Um, Canons, there's some Canons that shoot in XAVC or what, it's something... On the camcorders, which you can, I guess, encode long file form. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what this film, what's this MP4 that it films it or .mov? 
MOV. Yeah. yeah. MOV Fat 32. God, that's got me. Now file formats are making me think of. I, I tried to, before we left for this vacation, to pull out the SD card from our last vacation to Cuba because. On the I don't I think it was on like the by the third day, I, I was shooting with my my camera and just tons of vacation photos like you do, and the card corrupted, and I lost all those photos and then it still had half the trip to take them so I guess I still got lots of photos, but to this day I have tried so many times to recover information from that and I, I gave it one last kick before we came down, and I, it's the weirdest problem because I can't get any computer to even recognize that there is an SD card inserted. Like, usually you would insert it, and you through some way you figure out that something's corrupted on it, or the whole thing's corrupted, yeah. or something. Nothing. I put it to any SD card reader, nothing pops up. I don't know how it could possibly be that fried. I, I don't know. I need somebody who's like an expert on this kind of stuff, just because no form has helped me. No, it's the same. It's I've read through so much stuff about it, but if you can't even get it to pop up, and there's a lot of tools in Windows to go through like drive partitions and see hidden partitions and all this. But it just doesn't. All this stuff, but there's, there's just no... nothing there mm-hmm. at all when I plug it in. Which SD cards are like known for being nearly indestructible. So I don't think yeah. it was damaged. And I, I was I didn't dip my camera in the ocean or something. So it's not <laughs> no reason for it to be dead. I remember that when it happened, we were in the the hotel room one night. I just turned it on to look at some some photos over on the camera, and it just said. Something along the lines of cards corrupted. And that was about it. I pulled it out and I'm like, okay, I'll save that for later and recover it. Never could. A little bit of like sweat, salty sweat. Yeah. It, it, we give an answer as to why it's fried, but I don't. I still feel like you could recover stuff off it, just like you should be able to. Just like how I, I think the Somalians who go through like scrapyards or whatever, like dumps. And find hard drives that have been ripped to pieces and they put them back together and somehow still read stuff off them, like important business information. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you if you can do it with an SD card. I think you could. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Know. There's physical traces of that data. Even if you put an, I don't know. You could, you could put an SD card through a shredder. It'd probably be really hard to get that back. But I, uh, yeah. there's got to be some kind of solution out there. Hoping not to do a repeat. On that note, don't I would never I'm never buying another Kingston <laughs> flash device, and I'm never buying anything pretty much but SanDisk until something else is suitable. Well, we have that uh, that Pro Media company that that's yeah the I, new Lexar the new company with all the Lexar execs that better. wanted to do yeah. wanted to to disrupt an industry. Which is nice if they can if they can make cards that are high quality and pass like every every kind of uh, safety inspection. And if you call yourself pro grade, you better not screw it up. Hmm. I wonder what's the format that a lot of cameras are using these days. That's it's not it's not CF cards. It's not it's like XQD or something. Yeah. It's not CFast. Yeah, I think the XQD cards that some of the pro... I think it was Lexar and Sony who made those, and now Lexar's dead, so now it's Sony. There needs to be... like The industry needs to get together and make the next SD card or something that's a similar size, but way faster. Something, you know, fast like a CF card or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
there's a lot of stuff that's really stagnated. I mean, SD, SD cards have been around since like the year 2000. I don't know. You could, I remember there was like eight, like an eight megabyte card. Yeah. Yeah. I put a I put a 16 megabyte card the day into my Nikon D7100. Couldn't take a single picture at full resolution or raw. So I, once you bring it down to the most basic setting, lowest resolution in JPEG, I think I could get about eight pictures. That's that's it's it's amazing how how far that has come because I have a I have a two gigabyte CF card from Canadian Baby, so it was great when we were shooting JPEG with Canadian Baby with the the Canon. 10D or was it, whatever yeah. it was. I can't remember what they, it was. At the beginning, they were doing... Canon started doing the same thing as Nikon, but they had like a D10 and a D20, but then they switched it, and it was like a... They went again, it was like a 10D or a 20D yeah, or something. I think it was like a 10D, but, you know, the highest quality JPEG on the that build, car. build quality of that camera is like a tank. It was. Yeah. Good feeling camera. But yeah, no, it's not, not the greatest quality in the world, really. No small pictures and... Yeah, I, I wish I had kept the lens over the two gigabyte CF card. I would have been happy with a seventeen to forty. Yeah, no, that was a tool that's unfortunate to lose. Yeah. It's a really good wide angle, especially on full frame. Yeah, or the lights. It's weird that they gave you a full frame L series lens for an old camera like that. Mm-hmm. It's a very strange. A kit lens would do just just as well, really, for oh, I know. baby photos. <laughs> they were weird. I wonder, I wonder what happened to that that lens. They, they sold it off with all the rest of the stuff. It would have had to have been liquidated if you went if you go bankrupt. Stuff like that has yeah. to be liquidated. Yeah, it's too bad. Hmm. Could have bought it at an auction for less. But yeah. there's um, Canon's got quite a few really good wide angles the 17 to 40s it's good there's a newer version of that too i don't know i think it might have is that'd be nice yeah although that being said using it on the mark ii at 17 on the you're pretty stable yeah yeah especially so. you throw it on the steady cam or yeah then you, well if you have a steady cam, cam it negates the awesome but for photography too just having the image stabilization is a heck of a oh, improvement yeah. handheld uh, probably down to like an eighth of a second i'd imagine Oh, I'm getting tired. Yeah, me too. There, there's a time zone switch, even though we're not that far away. But it, yeah, we're we went an hour back in time. So really, clock says it's ten twenty three, but to us it's eleven twenty three. You know what? We've done forty minutes. That's yeah. that's respectable. Plus, I mean, this this is a special episode. Very special. And then the next episode will be on a beach. Yeah, and that one. I mean, let's be honest. We get a bottle of rum. And we go to the beach and we shoot. This one's 40 minutes. That one could be two and a half hours. Like, who knows how long we'll talk for. Now we got we to gotta over-deliver on that promise. Well, I mean, that's that's fine. I think, you know, a little bit of rum, a little bit of Coke. <laughs> a little bit of Coke. A little bit of Coke. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, we'll be fine. I'm good for two and a half hours. I don't think we'll make it to six like we joked about. Oh, God, no. Okay. So, but, yeah. Tune in in Florida. Yeah, next week. Next week. Yeah. Assuming that we're still going to release these on a weekly basis. Well, yeah, I guess we haven't decided that. But uh, have a good night, everybody. See ya. See you there.